getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Nice to have you with us. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Come to you this morning from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studios. Uh, if you've gotten rain and you want to report your rain gauge this morning before you go to work, um, boy, hit us up on the Yates Morning Center chat line if you want to be braggadocious. Maybe you got uh, an inch and three quarters, or maybe you got a half inch, or maybe you got, you know, seven tenths of an inch or a quarter of an inch or something. Uh, I don't know if it's still raining. It doesn't look like it's raining downtown anymore. We got uh, a shower about an hour or so ago, and we don't have a rain gauge here. With all the little tricks and things that we've got here. I bet we got a spare at the house. You want me to bring one by? We'll put it right outside the flower garden <laughs> in your office, right outside. Okay. I mean, you have your own personal flower garden out there. Oh, no, yeah, it's right, right outside your window. Right. <laughs> not, not really, but... Um, yeah, you, you know, do. A little cactus garden there. Yeah, that, that, that flower little, garden, cactus yeah. garden, whatever. Okay. Yeah, same difference. We'll put it right out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got a... Put it out. You got to put it out so it's not underneath the awning. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I want you to be the one that reports to the folks. Hey, we got an inch and three quarters here in Lubbock. <laughs> That'd be a heck of a rain right there. What? We're in downtown Lubbock. We yeah. got uh, we got a quarter of an inch this morning. Okay. You know, between six and six forty-five. You can tell people. I'd be, love that. that. It would be great. I think that I think that's uh, next on the um, you know scale of uh, you know basically as you lead to end of life. You know. You go from having the the best bicycle as a nine year old to the best car as a sixteen year old, the hottest girlfriend as a nineteen year old, the the best uh, wife, and then job, and then kids, and then you end up with a rain gauge. No, no. I, well, I mean, to each their own. Um, yeah. I personally will disagree with you. Uh, okay. You know, I don't think my wife is, uh, you know, end of life, and she has enjoyed having a range gauge for, okay. I don't know, probably the last 15 years that we've been married. Do you guys track it? Does she have a diary of it? She does not have a diary, but okay. she enjoys seeing how much rain we okay. get. Um, I personally would say if you're a male mm-hmm. and you use a blanket every time you watch television, <laughs> that's the step right before end of life. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of us out there. That I mean, it's going to be a pandemic of deaths. Then be a rush on the funeral. And homes. I bet none of you are below fifty. <laughs> oh, I bet there's some that are below fifty that you know snuggle up with a blanket when they watch TV at the end of at the end of the evening. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to tell you like in the winter time, and yeah. you know the the wife and I are laying there on the couch together, or something mm-hmm. watching a movie that there wouldn't be one over my legs. But yeah. you know. On the reg here, you yeah. know, in the middle of the summer. Do you take your shoes off at home? I mean, I'm just curious. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, he sleeps in them. Yes. <laughs> make sure. And usually my socks, too. <laughs> and your socks, too. Yeah. Okay. Just, make it, just yeah. making sure that there's some level of comfort there. The, 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 the lint household. Yeah. <laughs> Can I defend uh, Chuck for Everybody like else in my here? house uses the blanket. Okay. Okay. But you know what they are and I'm not? Female. They're female. Yeah. <laughs> Can I can I defend Chuck for like thirty seconds here? Yeah, please. why did you do that? I I know. I did. <laughs> Growing up, my mom kept the AC at sixty eight because she liked it cold. <clears throat> I was under a blanket watching TV. Growing up, I wasn't near end of life. Mm-hmm. My mom just liked it colder than I did. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that's what's going on at Chuck's house, mm-hmm. but just because you're under a blanket watching TV doesn't mean your end of life 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, this from uh, the Ace Flooring Center chat line. Chuck wears a Snuggie. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't wear a Snuggie. Um, the idea of jail barefoot is just weird. Zero rain in South Lubbock. Uh, then we get this report. Point zero zero six inches of rain. Oh, man. Zero yeah. in South Lubbock? That's not good. That's not good. Do you live close to me, I wonder, that person? That person, yeah. It was not raining at all at my house. As a matter of fact, I drove to work till I got on the Marsha Sharp. I had my windows open this morning. It was a beautiful morning. Windows open? Windows open this morning. Wow. Sunroof open, too? Uh, No, just the windows today, for whatever reason. Okay. And then I got, I don't know, a mile or so on the... Sharper bun? On the Marsha Sharp freeway. <laughs> and I was like, there's a couple sprinkles. And then all of a sudden it was pouring. Whoosh. Yeah. Whoosh. Of course. Of course it rained today, Chuck. You know why, right? Because Wednesday is what? The day the work gets done. The day the car gets washed. Oh, the day the car gets washed, right? Yeah. yeah. No, sorry about you. Yeah, man, I had a bad experience at the car wash yesterday. I'm sorry. I mean, this guy, like, I'm, I'm pulling up, I'm pulling forward, and, you know, he's... He's waving me forward, waving mm-hmm. me forward. And, of course, you got to make sure your wheels are right, in the yeah, thing. And, right. you know, they'll sometimes they'll tell you left, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm, I'm easing forward, easing forward. And I clearly was not going fast enough for this guy. <laughs> I mean, he gave me this look of, like, will you freaking hurry up? And I mean, he's, like, waving his arms <laughs> like he's Ron Washington sending a guy home from second to maybe score. Was, I mean, around maybe, third. Maybe so. I mean, he starts, coach. like, spazzing on me. <laughs> Like he was so frustrated and angry with me that I was not going faster. I mean, rolling his eyes gave me the dirtiest look. Wow. Yeah, I'm like considering not going back to that place. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh. Is that the place over here or we'll take the place care by you. your house? We'll take care it's of you. It's by myself. I mean, I mean, by my house. By I mean. the house. We'll take care of you. Corner of um, 82nd in Milwaukee. Yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah. you taken care of. Yeah, I, I was, was really frustrated. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going to take care of you, then. I mean, uh, this guy was this. angry at me. I live at 108th and Quaker. That guy that has zero inches of rain. Yeah. yeah he's probably close enough to uh, me. Somebody to... says, this just an update, guys. It's Thursday today. Right now, where were we? were talking yesterday was yeah. the day the work yeah, gets done yesterday. and the car gets washed. Car gets washed, yeah. Uh, this um, from Racer26. This rain gauge measurement brought to you by whomever. Another opportunity to make a sale. Oh, Chuck Thank Hines. you. Thank you, Racer26. Yes. You're spot on it. Yes. Uh, Could be brought to you by you, Racer 26. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... Yeah, I brought I'll to be. you by the Racer 26 car. That's the Racer 26, yeah. I wonder how they did in their last race. Uh, let's, let's see here. Sitting here now, drinking coffee, listening to you guys under a nice blanket. Not at the end of life at 75. Old boot guy. <laughs> Old boot guy. Okay. 7.08 I like this the morning. nickname. I do, too. Mm-hmm. 708 this morning here on the morning drive so if you have rain that you want to report this morning hit us up on the Yates flooring center chat line and we'll uh we'll pass it along to uh to those that uh keep track of those sorts of things uh we're going to hear from uh, zach kitley here in just a couple of minutes uh he's the uh, offensive coordinator for texas tech he'll uh talk about the the quarterbacks and the the battle so far and couple of other things along those right. The other thing um, that we'll get from Coach Kitley is um, what they're working on uh, for Saturday and a couple of things, other positions. You know that there's 11 positions on the field at any one time, including quarterback. 
including yeah. quarterback. Did you know that? There's, yeah. there's 10 other positions. So there's, uh, there's wide receiver slots uh, that, are, that are going on. And then uh, Cameron Valdez apparently is giving Taj Brooks and uh, Sir Roderick Thompson a little bit of a run for their money. Awesome. So that's good. Yeah, More depth. Good, good to have somebody pushing somebody. Uh, the other thing is we'll hear from uh, Tim DeRuiter. He's the defensive coordinator. And they play defense, too. You know, we have 11 guys on defense as well. Hopefully. So it's not just, not just the quarterback um, that's uh, up for debate. All that coming up here this morning on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. It is 710. Big plays and even bigger laps. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Participate on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Benchmark hotline is open as well. Uh, Choice Woodman reports in zero at his house in South Lubbock. Come on, Choice. So mm. he could not coax the ring gods to give him any. Okay. He's not really in South Lubbock. He's in Woodrow. Okay, well, that's what he said. I yeah, mean, he's he not said, in South Lubbock. He says South Lubbock. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to claim he's a South Lubbockite. Okay. He's like you, but he, he's not. Yeah. He lives in Woodrow. <laughs> that's not South Lubbock. No, I mean. It's outside the city limits. He's, I mean, he's like down the street from. Cooper High School. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Woodrow. There's nothing wrong with Woodrow, is there? No, there's yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with it. No, yeah. I'm not downplaying it. Yeah. I just wonder why Choice is lying. <laughs> <laughs> He's afraid his friendship folks are going to find out he... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that he's in the Cooper School District. Oh, yeah, he's right yeah. down the street. I mean. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He's... yeah. <laughs> like kids could walk to school close. He climbs up yeah. on top of his roof and yeah. watches the Lubbock Cooper football games. Now he's claiming South Lubbock County. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> South Lubbock County. I've never heard anybody refer to it as South Lubbock County. I live in South Lubbock County. What? What? <laughs> Yeah. Well, he he lives this in the southern part of Lubbock County. I think that's fair. Yeah, no, but yeah. I've just never heard anybody yeah. say that, you that's know, fair. like that. Mm-hmm. South Lubbock mm-hmm. County. Yeah, no. Yeah. You live out in Woodrow. Yeah. It's, well, we've outed okay. him now. Which is okay. All of his no, friendship people know. There's nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder uh, how things are going with Mrs. Woodman and with the donkey. The donkey. <laughs> Well, it's only day one. I mean, I mean, it's only day one yesterday. Did your kids have a good, successful start to uh, school? Um, they both arrived home. Okay. Were they in good spirits? Uh, they appeared to be in good spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, uh, the senior sunrise thing went off and the oh, sun they had rose. Oh, they had a senior sunrise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that went off well. And so I think... Uh, I, it seemed like a pretty good day. I hope all the youngest oh. one found her way around the building okay. She was, yeah, not in a sour mood at all. You know, <laughs> she, <laughs> she feared to be in a better mood now that she knows where classes are. Okay, yeah. well, good. So um, it's nice yeah. to have people in good moods. Yeah. So it was funny, you know, going to play tennis yesterday and seeing, you know, every every, every parent. I was just kind of, you know, you know how I am. I just stand to the back and listen, right? I'm not mm-hmm. really in the conversation, but. Every parent 
from all walks of life, there were some parents who, oh, I dropped off my kindergartner today. <laughs> and then you have another one on the side going, well, my senior went to school mm-hmm. for the, you mm-hmm. know, last first time today right. and all that. And so it's just funny how the different stages of life sure. with, with your children. And mm-hmm. there were two or three of them there that were dropping off their kindergartners and just how what would a completely different feeling that I have compared to them. Right. You know, right. You know, they were asking if there were tears shed and all that. And like, no, no, <laughs> not for me. Not for you. Yeah. You're ready to get them out of the house. No, no, it's just, I mean, it just at a certain point, it just becomes the norm, right? They're yeah. going to, they're going to school. Right. So I don't know. <clears throat> Again, I told you before, I think I've told you this before. I probably, no, maybe it was Clint who asked me one day on the show. He's like, are you going to cry at your kid's gradu- graduation? I'm like, probably not. Last sporting event? Yeah, sure. <laughs> graduation? I'll probably cry at graduation because it's taken too long. Oh, yeah. Well, you get to the... And we'll have some speaker up there that's just going on and on and on, right? And you'll be like, hey, get and to so the point. So I won't be crying about my kid graduating. I'll be crying that I have to be there yeah. and sit through the whole thing. I know I'm a terrible person. I really am. I'm a terrible parent. Somebody All says... the above. Somebody says this, I live south of Lubbock, too, 220 miles south. Okay, that's south, also south, south of Lubbock. South, yeah. south Lubbock, yeah, yeah. it's probably right next to Choice. Right. Well, he right. flies into work every day, so. So if you have any uh, first day of school stories that you'd like to share, you know, temper tantrums or, you know, crying by your wife or something like that. Yeah, this, none of the kindergartners mm-hmm. even, even uh, I mean, I don't think any of them got upset when mom and dad left, so that's awesome. They were probably like. Okay, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all handled it well. I think there were a couple that were a little bit sad, and then mm-hmm. they moved on. So they moved on, right. That's that's what you worry about, the kindergartners, that first day. Yeah, Mrs. Lent knows how to do that, though. <laughs> she knows how to take care of them. I think she does. Yeah, no. They, they seem to keep asking her to come back. Right. Then again, at this point, the teacher shortages, I think they'd ask just about anybody. They might hire you and I as a teacher, Chuck. You know, Chuck has always wanted to teach elementary school kids how no, to read not, yeah i just want to read to them I, I i wouldn't mind going in and reading a little curious george would you tell mrs lynn i've got a i mean i got a full supply of curious george books. Do you? Do i you? can bring my own yeah i got the libraries mm-hmm. curious george the pizza party mm-hmm. curious george the um toy story curious george the- i would love to be about um i don't know elementary or middle school pe teacher i think that would be a blast mm. mm-hmm. playing kickball and German bat, German bat ball. German bat ball. You that was my me, third choice. You could bring me in as the German bat ball coach. I could. <laughs> I, think I would you, love that. <laughs> I would love to be a middle school PE teacher. That would be have fun. a whistle. You'd have a whistle oh, and everything. Sure, man, a coach's shorts. Yeah. This, <laughs> those kids would they they would they would rue the day that they met you. Wait a minute. We have to really do this. You know, it's so funny because. Uh, I get sometimes people will give me a hard time if they see me at the gym because I have my sh- my shirt tucked in. What well, that, that was like gym class. You had to have your shirt tucked in. Oh, okay. You know, it's yeah. like tucking your shirt. You yeah. know, it's like you had to just have your shirt t- shirt tucked. And what in. year was that? Well, I mean, it was you know a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's been a long late, time. Well, late. you're allowed to wear your shirt untucked now. That's okay. I, the other thing is is the thing that's that just slays me sometimes is people have water when they're working out. I mean, it's like you're not supposed to have water when you're working out. Why not? One of my trainers is like, do you have water with you? No. I, I, sorry, I grew up without water. <laughs> you know, not used to having, you get we water. We had to drink after, sand. You get, you, you get water after practice. You don't get water during practice. 
What, the, what, what kind of soft people are you? <laughs> no, it's good to have some water. Yeah. Somebody says this. I think we need to get Chuck to be the speaker at Jamie's kid's graduation. Oh, oh boy. I can do that. Oh, well, wouldn't that be something, huh? No. And our special guest feature, Chuck Hines. Jamie's just going to go. Oh. And you'd hear, the sh- the, you'd hear like the commotion of somebody getting up and walking out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd hear Mrs. Lent yelling at me. Yeah. Where are you going? How about we hear from Zach Kitley? That, that's what we need to do. Uh, here is uh, Coach Kitley on the quarterback battle as of right now. Yeah, you know, each of those three are still uh, competing every day. The scrimmage is really good for everybody. Uh, again, kind of like we said in, in uh, you know, preseason media days, th- those guys are splitting the reps. Uh, every day we kind of rotate it. Who starts with the ones, who's with the twos, who's with the threes. Uh, those guys all came out. We protected the football well, moved the ball, scored points. Uh, at the end of the day, that's kind of what we're looking for, and all three of those guys had a really good scrimmage. That's Coach Zach Kitley. That's pretty good. That's pretty good coach speak uh, for Coach Kitley. He's uh, he's spot on right down the middle. Uh, how about the quarterback battle? Is it getting tighter or is it winding down? Uh, I'd say it's kind of where it was before. Uh, again, you know, I think if you you really just break down each practice every day, again, some guys are leading one day, and then the next day maybe they fall back. Uh, and again, what we're really looking for is someone to really take the reins and run with it. And then Coach Kitley was asked, when does he need to see someone take the reins of the quarterback job? I can you know, hopefully by Saturday. Again, we have tomorrow and, and Friday and then Saturday as well. And, and I'm not nervous by any means because we could step out there uh, Saturday, uh, September 3rd with any three of those guys and not feel confident with any of those guys right now. That was going to be my answer, September yeah. 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. I, I mean, what's today's date? Uh, today's the 18th. The 18th. Yeah. Uh, the 18th would be preferred, but as long as it happens by the third, we're good. Okay. <clears throat> I think it's. I think it's going to happen. Uh, I think we're going to know something here real quick. Like Monday or Tuesday. Well, Tuesday. He's Coach McGuire will speak after the scrimmage on Saturday, and he then he's not then. not going to not going to speak again until Tuesday, at least as of right now, unless that schedule changes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that 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 where your money is? Yeah, I mean, conventional wisdom would tell you that it's going to be Tuesday, but there, I have a feeling. I have, I just have this feeling that it's going to happen on Saturday. I have a feeling that we'll find out before Tuesday because you'll see it in some sort of social media. Yeah, post. no, I, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, right. So that there. you won't find out through. A media availability, but Be, you find out through a some kind of unveil. social media yeah. post. Yeah, yeah. there's probably that's, that's probably the sexy way to do it. And I don't think it'll be Saturday. I think he'll speak with all three quarterbacks individually before yeah. that any kind of announcement is made. You're probably right. Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day, this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. I feel like we've worked really hard already this week and we got, <clears throat> we got two days left. That's, My that's question is, why can't this week go faster? <laughs> is that the question of the day today? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no. Well, Didn't you literally say yesterday that you thought the week was flying by? No, I said slow. It was the week before that was flying by. The week before flew That's by. This okay. week has gone really slow. Okay. I feel like they're all flying by at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
Chuck, Jeff, and our fine listening audience. Uh, take that back. It's been long, not slow. Long, long, long this week, not slow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Glad we got that in. Um, I'm going to give the people what they want today, and we're going to talk more Texas Tech quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. So my question to you today is not who will start. Mm-hmm. My question is how many different quarterbacks do you think will start this year? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is more than one, tell me why. Well, okay. So I think it's going to be more than one. And I think the reason is is because I think you're going to throw the first guy out there and it's not going to go well. And... Um, there might be a, a game where it's like obvious that's like, okay, this is not working, and you're going to go to the bona fide starter. Okay. So, you, so you're so you saying how many? I think I think two. Two? Jeff? Mike. At least two? Yeah. <laughs> because I have watched college football the last 10 years. Mm. I am one. not saying out loud why. <laughs> Other than I have watched college football the last 10 years. You're concerned about injuries. I am not saying why. (laughs) Because I have watched college football the past 10 years. That's a really interesting mind over there, Chuck Hines. Um, Mine or his? We are on on the radio. So, like, speaking words would probably benefit the audience more. Sure. Okay. I so, think everybody knows what I'm talking about without me saying it. He's now he's now doing the finger air quotes also that don't work on the radio. Yeah, right. No, it's it's really good. Okay. Very good. You can you can Okay. All right. Um so I think that I'm I'm confused. All right? I'm confused. Because it feels like there are a lot of people that think exactly like Chuck does in the realm or in the regard that one guy is going to start the season, Mm -hmm. but the, as you said, the bonafide starter is going to come in later. Yeah. So why, why wouldn't the bonafide starter start game one? Uh, So are we saying we don't trust our coaches to make the right decision here with the quarterback and it's going to take them? That seems harsh. Okay, so explain to me why. Why if why would they not be why would they not be starting the bona fide guy? I just have this gut this this is what my gut tells me. My gut tells me is that they feel like that coming out of the shoot, the best guy to start at quarterback is Tyler Shuck. But that my 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 other thought is is that the two guys behind him, um Donovan Smith and Baron Morton are are better than Shuck. And that at, at some point in time in the season it's going to become obvious that they need to go with the young guns as opposed to Chuck, even though he's got this year and next year left. So what? I so why why not start Smith or Baron Morton to begin with? They they may declare them that they're not quite ready yet. Okay, so what I'm hearing is Tyler Shuck is the older, more experienced guy, mm-hmm. and so. <clears throat> What you kind of feel like is he's it's been the job's been kind of given to him because of that. It's he's been his to, job to lose. His job to lose. Sometimes it's harder to overcome and the that guy. Other two guys' job to overtake him, and it would take the other two guys being really, really good mm-hmm. to overtake 
Tyler Shuck, who started on third base. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what... Thank you. Yeah, I don't like that thinking. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I, so, I, I'm sorry. You asked my question. You asked... You, you, am I wrong? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I do not know. You could be 100% right. But still, it doesn't... Still, I can still not like it. I know. Okay. Right? No, I know you, okay. I know. There's a lot because, of things I say that you don't like. Why, why does... I mean, like your comment that, well, the young guys aren't ready. I mean, Donovan Smith went through a Big 12 season I, I last know, year. I know. I know. Okay? When I say and, not ready, ag- maybe not ready. With, and again, was better yeah. than Tyler Shuck. Yeah. So maybe it is Donovan Smith. Maybe they're going to go with the bona fide starter from the beginning. I mean, it's it's like, like well, here's what we're preparing for. We yeah. don't we don't want the real starter to get his feelings hurt <laughs> mm-hmm. in tough games against Houston and uh, North Carolina, NC State. Yeah. So we'll start some other guy mm-hmm. and send sacrifice him, mm-hmm. and then once we get past that tough part of the schedule in the non conference, we'll be like, all right, okay, now you can come in because things are so much easier now. Well, well, By the way, the Longhorns are waiting for you. <laughs> well, well, no, if, I don't. Uh, I don't get that. I, I, I've, <clears throat> I do. I think I agree with you in some of what you're saying. Okay, in that, I feel like <clears throat> Tyler Shuck. I don't know if I want to say safer. But it just feels like because of his experience level, mm-hmm. that there's a leg up there. Yeah. Um, but then I bounce back and argue with myself in that, and I say, Donovan Smith played in how many? Eight Big 12 games last year? Yeah. And a bowl game? And, and okay. was the MVP. He was the better quarterback yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So why why did he not start why, as on third base? Right. I don't. I don't know. That, right. Maybe he did. Doesn't feel like it, but maybe he did. If Donovan Smith is named the starter, mm-hmm. do you feel like it's still not the bona fide guy? No. I think he's. The, but if Tyler Shuck is the starter, you I'm, feel I'm like suspect. You feel like the bona fide guy's waiting in the wings. Yeah. I, I, I do. And I want to think that Coach McGuire and Coach, Coach Kit- Kitley are going to put the best guy out there oh, for sure. week I'm, one. Right. No, I don't think that they're going to start with like, oh, hey, let's... let's, let's but let's. When, I, you And you are not alone. I think so many fans feel the same way. It's going to be Shuck to start, and it's going to be Donovan Smith after a few games. Yeah. I think so many people think that way. And it's just... Uh, I'm confused. Why? I don't know, but uh, but I, I'm not argu- necessarily arguing against it. I'm yeah. just saying it's confusing to me. No, it is. I know this that if Coach McGuire comes out and says our bona fide starter is Tyler Shuck, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a new listener. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you said. Well, that was a little harsh <laughs> when I said that you... Well, when you put it like that. Yeah, you don't feel like the coaches are going to make the right decision right off yeah. the bat. But then that that's kind of what you're suggesting. And I, again, I'm not saying you're the only one suggesting yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll, it, it'll be interesting. Um, 
Let's see here. The Chuck is already marking down this coaching staff for choosing the wrong quarterback before the season even starts. <laughs> well, I, when you put it like that, uh, Raiders dad says all three will start a game this year. Injury and performance issues. I'm afraid of that. Yeah, I'm afraid. Of, I'm afraid of that. To be quite honest with well, you. Well, I think when you what we've seen in college football of yeah. late, what mm-hmm. Jeff touched on, okay, is quarterbacks being used in the run game more than they have in the past. Mm-hmm. And you can also say that Texas Tech's offensive line is a bit of a question mark. That's fair. And so there's possibilities there. You're going to need an extra quarterback, or you're going to see another quarterback start just because of the possibility of injury. Uh, this, I hope all of you are wrong, and Chuck just lights it up. Hey, I do too, man. I don't care which one it is. Yeah, I hope I want, whatever it is, he lights it up. Yeah, I want somebody yeah. to light it up. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there, right there with you. Okay, 7.40 this morning on the morning drive. I'm sure we'll kick this around more. See, the word bonafide, I think, is going to be a catchphrase. Don't you? I think that's just, I think that we've just kind of captured a little lightning in the bottle there. Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines and... 15 minutes, uh, we're scheduled to visit with the head soccer coach of Texas Tech, Tom Stone. Look forward to... I haven't seen Heidner hair of him quite some time. So I'm looking forward to hearing from Coach Stone this morning. They'll get you fired up. Mm-hmm. Right? I wonder how he... I uh, wonder how he feels about uh, who the starting quarterback's going to be. <laughs> Should we ask him? I... Triple dog dare you. To first ask question. Him. Oh, I'm not going to be the first question. Come on, first question. First question. Do it. Hey, Coach, we've been kicking this around a little bit. Do you he's know who the first? Stone, he's going to laugh. He'll he's think gonna, it's funny. He'll think it's funny. He'll think it's funny. I wonder how he feels about having to not be the, the sole bearer of excitement during this fall season. It. I bet he loves it. Yeah, he's he's challenged a little bit mm-hmm. for the most energetic coach on campus yeah. now. That's that's uh, that's a fair question. You know, if... if I mean, and, and he is—he certainly has got some skins on the wall to be able to to, to back up. He, he he would say, "Hey, I've been doing this a long time. He's been here a few months. Let's see how he is in five, six years from now." <laughs> I just don't think Joey McGuire is going to change. I, I, no, I don't yeah. either. But it's, but, yeah. but but Coach Stone would be like, "Hey, I, I've been here. I'm the I'm Mr. Enthusiasm <laughs> here for quite some time. Let's, let's see how this works for him." Okay. I think Coach Stone will be happy to share the title. Of mm-hmm. most enthusiastic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he would probably tell you, ah, I'm most enthusiastic and somebody tells, some, mm-hmm. tells somebody tells me I'm not. Are you mm-hmm. telling me that I'm not, Jamie? Mm-hmm. So I guess you are you are the Tom Stone, Joey McGuire of this show. Uh-huh. And I'm clearly the Tim Tadlock of this show. Oh, there's, there's no <laughs> doubt, right? I mean, there, I mean but you... You would be, uh, you'd feel offended if somebody said that you were Mr. Enthusiasm, right? I don't know that I'd be offended. I I would question their sanity. Question, like, you're just lying to me. Come on, yeah. you're just lying to yeah. me. You're just lying to me. I'm, you know, we all know our role. We all know what our, you know, we all know what we're supposed to be doing here. Uh, somebody said this about this program. How How long has this show been on? I'm starting to come around. And I don't know if that means he's coming around to thinking it needs to be canceled or coming around to oh, thinking, no, 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 no. Uh, despite the fact that these three are off their rocker, I might keep listening. Somebody said since 6 a.m. That's how long it's been on. 
Yeah, we went on six six oh one this morning. Six oh one this morning. Every morning, six six oh one. You can you can set your alarm clock bias. Six oh one. Okay. Eight eighteen this morning here on the morning drive. Uh, Texas Tech will uh, play some defense um, this fall uh, because they want to get off the other team off the off the field as quickly as they can. Uh, Tim DeRuiter is the defensive coordinator for Texas Tech. Uh, under first-year coach Joey McGuire. He met with the media yesterday. He was asked what they need to clean up from Saturday's scrimmage. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things. Uh, the biggest thing, we didn't tackle real well, uh, which is to be expected on first scrimmage. First time live tackling. Um, but the bigger thing is just getting lined up, getting our cleats in the grass, uh, communicating. Um, you know, our ones did a decent job with that, but then the guys that, that should be challenging the ones, uh, we've got some work to do. Um, that was probably the biggest thing is just the, the communication and then letting guys behind us for big plays. Now, we got some offensive guys that, that do a heck of a job. Um, you know, if we've got a contested catch and they, they come up with it, you know, we got to get our share of those. But, you know, th- that's going to happen some. But it's the ones that, you know, we're, we're supposed to be in deep coverage and we let someone run by us. So we we got to eliminate those. Okay. Gonna Man, work. he sounds like our last defensive coordinator. Tell me his name again. I can't remember. Who's now an Ebelin Christian. Oh, uh, I can see him. Yeah, he sounds just like him. Keith, um, Keith Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. yeah, Coach Patterson sounds just like him. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. You like, just like him. Like sounds like him, He's, or his voice. Sounds his voice like him. Like him. Not, yeah. not like his what his speaking stuff sounds like. Well, I mean, He's, speaking stuff. He's a coach. They're all yeah. going to say the same thing. Right. Uh, he was asked also uh, who stood out uh, during last Saturday's scrimmage. I thought Mud uh, made some explosive uh, Marquis Waters made some really explosive plays off the edge, uh, batting passes. Um, he was he was a force in the run game. Played really really fast. Um, I, I, I apologize. I got to go back in my mind since it's been a few days. But uh, uh, you know we had a lot of guys you know do some good things. I think I think Tyree when he rushes off an edge is a different guy. Um, and so we got to figure out how to get him on. We got to keep JP healthy because he did some good things as an edge rusher on the other side. I got to tell you, if, if there's three guys I want the defensive coordinator to be the, to be impressed by, it'd be Muddy Waters, Marquise Waters, uh, Tyree Wilson, and Josiah Pierre. I mean, th- those are I think going to be three names that you're going to hear all season long, hopefully in positive you know, plays for the defense? Well, it's definitely three guys that are, you know, key at maybe the leaders you expect on three different levels, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, up front in your linebacking core and then in the secondary. Yeah. So those are three guys that if you feel like you're going to have a pretty good season on defense, those guys are going to be a big part of it. I love how I called him mud. Just mud. <laughs> yeah, mud. Mud. And then went to Marquise, you know. Well, isn't that how all good nicknames go? Like, you have your name, and then you get the nickname, and then you get the nickname of the nickname. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay. There you go. Uh, Let's see here. One last thing from uh, Coach DeRuiter, who's the defensive coordinator for Texas Tech football. Uh, Most improved since spring ball. Who stands out? I don't know that we've had a most improved. Well, I'll take that back. Um, a couple guys that, that are vastly improved from from camp. Uh, Isaac, I, I think, uh, one of our outside linebackers, has uh, looked a ton better. 
he's put on about 20, 25 pounds. He's starting to get closer to where he needs to be. Um, he's, he's been impressive coming back. I think uh, before Wooten got hurt, he was doing a lot of really good things. Um, as an edge guy, you know, I think he understands it better. When you understand defense, you can play fast. When you're not sure, you play slow. And so I think a lot of those guys, spring was really good for them in that they learned it, watched the tape during the summer, had player run practices, uh, and now they're playing faster. Uh, we just got to get those guys back. But our secondary, I thought, was really good in the spring, and they've continued to, to do some really good things. It does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and we've we have certainly heard our fair share of that's a different way of explaining it in terms of the defensive coordinator. You know, we've we've heard time and time again about simplifying the defense so you can play and not react. But knowing the defense, you can play faster when you don't know it. You're playing slower, so you're hopeful that these guys will play faster. Yep. That does that does make a lot of sense. Sure, absolutely. <clears throat> and I do, I I am. Uh, bullish on the on the defense uh, this year, so may, maybe feel better about it going into the season, where I feel like you've got maybe more than, than maybe offensively, because I think there's some unknowns offensively. I feel like I feel like you I feel like what you've returned on defense is going to be really beneficial to you. Okay. I mean, I do think it's going to be beneficial. I, I don't think that I would go there as far as more confident in the defense than the offense. Uh, just, just because I, I, I think you have some really quality players over on the offensive yeah, side. Yeah, I don't of the want ball. to speak lightly of the offense, but I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I think maybe, and maybe it's just because you feel more. Maybe it's because I feel like the going back to our quarterback discussion. I feel like going into it. The defense has a leg up on it because I think you have more knowns, mm-hmm. you know, with what you have coming back than maybe what you do offensively. I mean, I think you've got some knowns offensively, obviously with the running backs and Miles Price and what what you think you've got maybe with Baylor Cup. I think you've got unknowns mm-hmm. along the offensive line. Um, I and, and whether it's concerning or not, I guess you, it just depends on how you look at it. Is it half full or half empty? Is it concerning that a quarterback hasn't, quote, taken the range yet? And maybe he has and we just don't know? Or is it better that you've got three quarterbacks that are duking it out? If all three of them are playing well, I think that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long as they're playing well. If they're all playing sloppy, exactly. then, then that's, different deal. that's a different deal. All right. Uh, we'll talk with... Uh, Mr. Enthusiasm Emeritus, he's not retired, but he's like the ingrained guy. Coach Tom Stone next here this morning on the morning drive. See if he feels threatened by Joey McGuire. (laughs) I don't think he feels threatened by anybody. But we'll we'll talk to Coach Stone. His team opens up play tonight against Troy at the John Walker Soccer Complex. It's set for 7 o'clock tonight. We'll get uh, Coach Stone's take on his team next. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. We'll visit with Coach Tom Stone on the Bench Marcotte line. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Are, are you in a good mood this morning? 
I'm in a really good mood. It's game day. It's game day, right. Uh, have you been over to the field yet? Did you get a lot of rain? Are you worried about uh, slipping on the grass, or do you feel like the sun will come out and dry it off? We are, we are not worried about <laughs> slipping on the grass. We're fine. Okay. Are you worried about Coach McGuire being more enthusiastic than you, or do you feel like that he's got to prove himself still? Yeah, I mean, I think we handed him the crown. I think it makes sense, though. Uh, he's earned it in a mm-hmm. short period of time. He's got us all on board. I had the pleasure to meet him on several occasions and i gotta tell you uh it's contagious he fires me up so uh and i i like the fact too that he can raise a whole lot more money than i can okay takes a little takes a little pressure off of you uh do you know who the starting quarterback is has he whispered that in your ear yet and can you share that with us i absolutely know who it is and i will absolutely not tell you (laughs) okay he's he's lying i don't trust him your 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 team um uh, your team, coach. Uh, how do you feel the about other your football school? team? You know, your 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 team, your your soccer team. How do you feel about yes. the starting the season and, and where you are? Uh, where we? I mean, it's just been a blast. I'm telling you guys, uh, two years of COVID and post COVID just took an absolute chunk out of all women's sports who played in the fall, especially um, because when you played in the fall, you just got the brunt of it. It was like you know you hit the hurricane head on. So we don't talk about it anymore. We're not reflecting on it. I'm just kind of giving you the two-year history. And then last year with so many kids being hurt, it was difficult to find our rhythm. And, uh, you know, we're 29, 30 strong now. The freshmen have come in with an amazing amount of preconditioning work done. Um, this all sounds like what you'd hear every preseason, but I'm just telling you, this group has a chance to be, even though we're going to be young and do some young things, which are not always great, we are going to be fun and fun to watch and really competitive there's a lot of spiciness amongst these these girls, and uh, they've been beating on each other for a month, and can't wait to get after somebody without a double T on their chest. Well, coach, you you mentioned being a, a little bit young. I know you lost Kirsten Davis, who was a stud for you guys, and she was your leading scorer. But you do bring back your second leading scorer, your assist leader, your top goaltender. I mean, do you like some of the ex- the experienced players you're bringing back as well? Absolutely. I mean, you got to be good up the spine in soccer, and, and losing Kirsten was a door closing. You know, it's a decade of Janine Becky and Kirsten Davis, or 11 years of those two. Uh, but it opens the door for Macy Schultz and Ashley uh, Williams and the, the leading Texas high school leading scorer, all time leading scorer, Taylor Zadrowski's here this year uh, as a freshman. It opens the door for those kids to, to have, a, have an opportunity and, you know, to get more touches on the ball and then we added Kylie Bard outside back and Elisa's healthy and Sierra Jones is back and Macy Blackburn who just got preseason all big 12 is back so the spine of our team with Crunch and Penny and Hannah Anderson who I think is the best center back in the league is awesome and we're kind of young on the outside but it's a fast feisty young so that's why that's why I'm so excited about these youngins. You uh, kick off tonight at 7 o'clock at the John Walker Complex. Uh, Coach, they will play somebody with a double T on their chest, just so you know, the Troy Trojans. Do they have a double T or is it kind of a, like a trace T is what I'm saying? I don't think it's a double T for well, them. I don't know if it's a double T, but it's like they're, they're the Troy Trojans. So, I mean, you, you can't tell them to go ahead and kick the bejesus out of a double T tonight. You know what? That's a good. That's a good point. And leave it up to you to come come with that little nugget of information. Thank you. You bet. I'm just, kind of deflating my balloon a little bit here. I appreciate that. I'm here to help. Uh, tell tell us about Macy Blackburn, coach, and what she brings to your team. You know, she is one of the most competitive people. Let's just start with that that I've ever coached, and she's only 19, but the kid hates to lose in everything she does. Um, one of those types that is just not apologizing 
for wanting to win. You know, she'll knock your butt down, but then help you up. I mean, she's a pro. She's she's professional about it, but she's just uber competitive. And when you combine that with a high level of technical ability, so imagine, you know, in basketball, somebody's just got great handles. She's got the handle, man. She doesn't lose the ball often. And if that player was slow, she'd be a nice player, but that player is a rocket. So there's, there's hard, it's hard to find something physiologically that she can't do. And technically it's just, you know, the maturity that she needs as she goes through her four years, but her commitment to winning and her love of Texas tech. I mean, she's a multi-generational red Raider. She committed in eighth grade and uh, basically told me like, look, I'm coming to tech, working out with my dad. I didn't even offer. She just said, I'm coming. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, of course I was about to offer, but she beat me to it. <laughs> I like it. All right, yeah. Coach. Last year, eleven six and three. You were four four and one in Big Twelve plays. Uh, should we all expect another a tough year as far as uh, the quality of competition in Big Twelve action? I sure hope so. I mean, the Big Twelve let us all down last year. You know, uh, and what I mean by that is, if you win eleven games and you go finishing the top four in the Big 12, you're easily going to the postseason. I mean, it's not even a question. You're probably playing at home. But the Big 12 as a whole did not do that well in the non-conference season. Um, And so our conference RPI was bad. And so that did not help any of our teams. Matter of fact, I think it was the lowest number of Big 12 teams in since I've been here. And so we're all hoping the Big 12 is what it usually is, which is one of the top three in the country. And if it is, then we will all have a great you know, opportunity within those games to advance and get a home game and seeding and all that fun stuff in the postseason. But yeah, it's going to be rough. I mean, TC's good again, nine seniors. West Virginia's always good. Ourselves, Oklahoma State, Kansas, Baylor. And a couple new coaches too, just finding their own. Um, and OU's ranked six for the first time since Mark's been there. So I'm hoping it's a great league. It looks like it has the possibility to be, but we need it to be. Visiting with Coach Tom Stone here this morning on the morning drive on the Benchmark Hotline. Coach, you, you sound, I mean, you're always very enthusiastic and always very up, but has because of the last couple of years and what you have going into this year with maybe no clouds over you in terms of COVID, are you reinvigorated uh, by all of this? Just you personally? <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, and although it's kind of our nature, this coaching staff, to be on the up and, and happy and, you know, encouraging and just excited about being coaches here at Tech and for, for the sport, it took its toll on everybody. I mean, again, I don't I'm sound like I'm looking back again. I'm, I'm not trying to do that. We are not doing that, but it's real. I mean, you asked the question, it was real. Mm-hmm. And anybody who was in sports and specifically college sports uh, knows how real it was. But part of it, guys, is just seeing the team look like they're beyond it and they're healthy we were so not healthy last fall so many kids out and seeing them healthy and happy and again like you said no clouds no worries it's like okay we're back to college again we're back to college sports in the fall we're you know tech football's around the corner like the the city's alive like you know how how it always is here it's just great Mm -hmm. and we just didn't have it The, the only real breath of I guess fresh air around here was, was Mark's basketball team, you know, for the last couple of years. Cause, cause we still had that, but it's just been hard. It was, the fall was hard. And, and now we're, we're excited about it. And I think the youth we've talked about also speaks to the run. We're about to hopefully get on in terms of talent. Cause next year's class, which I can't talk about though, is awesome. And, uh, it's, it's just, you know, looking forward to the next four five, six years. Cause we're going to have a lot of good players. We stay healthy. It's going to be fun ride. All right, Coach, we'll go get him tonight and uh, give a good pregame speech and uh, look forward to uh, you guys taking down Troy tonight at 7 o'clock at the John Walker. 
We'll, uh, we'll see you there. Meet us up after the game. All right, that's uh, Coach Thomas. Yes, sir, Coach Thomas Stone. You know, the seven o'clock is kind uh, of getting close to my bedtime. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Is, is Chuck allowed to bring his blanket with him, Coach? Put him up in the press box, and he can he can make comments up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, Tom Stone here with us on the Benchmark Hotline. Thank you, Coach. Eight thirty nine. Now I could probably stay up there. What are we doing? Right? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I know in Coach Stone, he might turn around and answer you. What are we doing? <laughs> he might. He might. <laughs> well, I'm glad he knows who the starting quarterback is going to be, and he's not going to tell us. Yeah. You know, he's, he, <laughs> that's that's good. That was awesome. That's good. See? So if he knows, I Coach, mean, I guess uh, we can end the speculation as to whether or not Coach McGuire and Coach he, Kitley knows. They know, yeah. Yeah. I think they've got a pretty good idea. I mean, they're not... They're not putting, you know, Shuck and Donnie and uh, Baron. They're not putting pictures of them on a, on a wall and throwing darts at them and seeing which one that they, you know, hit the most. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm sure Coach Kitley and Coach McGuire aren't playing darts with like, okay, if I get uh, Donnie on the nose here, then he's going to start week one. That'd probably mm-hmm. be a bad way to select a quarterback, right? Yes. Probably so. That would be a yeah, terrible way to select a quarterback. Probably. Mm-hmm. You'd want to throw darts at your quarterback. Mm-hmm. And or like, draw straws or, you know, play paper, rock, order. scissors or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like Baron's got to have a nickname, right? Baron just doesn't seem like. I wonder what. I don't know. Maybe he calls him Red or something. <laughs> Mort. Maybe he calls him Mort. Mort? Baron Morton. I mean, he calls him Mort. Mort. Okay. Mort. Yeah. M-O-R-T. Mort. Boy, I miss, swung and missed on that one, didn't <laughs> Mort. I? Yeah. Yeah. I like mine better. I think you should call him Red. Red. Okay. For Eight. Red Baron. Because he's a killer. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T 973.com.